0: What is happening, everyone? Welcome again to the Window Canada Sports Betting Podcast. It's the Sunday special Circa Million contest episode. First up, the Circa Survivor selection for the Friends of the podcast entry. Then I unveil the five picks against the spread that we're using to chase after the big money in Circa Million. I'll highlight what the most popular picks are for everyone in Circa Million and give my take on those. Then we take a quick look at how lines are moving this weekend and see if there's any value elsewhere in the markets. Plus the teaser bucket and the underdog money line parlay bucket. Time to head to the window. Let's go. Welcome to The Window, I'm your host and sports betting professional, Matt Russell. It's the Sunday special Circa Million Contest episode, but we of course start with Survivor. Now, for those of you who've been following along, you know that we were ousted from Circa Survivor uh, on Thanksgiving, U.S. Thanksgiving. Good news is, for everybody who's sort of been following along using these picks for your own pool at home or at work, you're probably still alive because we used Green Bay last week. Um, had that in the plan the whole time and for this week Minnesota is the play that's been in the plan from here on out all the way to week 17 it's already been decided now we can get into that now we can get into that later but the point is that we have built a plan for surviving all the way through to the end of the season the Vikings get the Jaguars is it necessarily a game that we are um super comfortable with no uh we've seen the Vikings take some people out just a couple of weeks ago against the Cowboys the Jaguars have been a little friskier over the last I don't know few three four weeks here maybe even with some professional quarterbacking here from Mike Glennon there is a chance they pull the upset that being said we're looking at a 10 to ten and a half point favorite here that you know compared to some of the other 10 plus favorites you've got Miami you've got Kansas City both that we've already used if you haven't used either of those teams I would certainly suggest now would be the time to use both of those teams but in this case we haven't and that's part of the deal right you've gotten to this point because we used Miami earlier in the season against the Jets because we used Kansas City earlier this season against the Jets as well so it's the Vikings here now that actually happens to be the most popular play in Circa Survivor as over half I believe we are down to uh, what 102 I think left in Circa Survivor and 52 of them have selected the Vikings and that's a little bit surprising to me just based on the fact that the Vikings aren't exactly the most trustworthy team right Kirk Cousins and all of that sort of thing and there's a handful of other options right we talked about Miami as being The second best option here, 19 selections for them. 52, by the way, for Minnesota is the official number there. Seattle, 12 selections. You understand why they're, uh, you know, an interesting selection, but you also see why people are saving them, you know, going forward. And that's the interesting thing about Survivor and the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving element to the contest over at Circa is that you do see a lot of people seemingly have the same plan post Thanksgiving and that's why getting through Thanksgiving was so key here you know for us last week had we gone on you know, we were on Green Bay that was a really easy one a lot of others forced to take teams like the Giants major sweat there the Browns somewhat of a sweat there certainly as you know the Jags are lining up to go for two to tie the game um, Vegas 11 selectors Taking them as well. I think that's a very dicey call, but something that could be part of a plan, you know, you know a plan that was hatched. Uh, you know, I certainly had either sort of Vegas um, or Minnesota as, you know, a nominee for the plan even just a few weeks ago, uh, but a little too much, um, <laughs> seen a little too much from Vegas here in the last couple of weeks, certainly last week and their injury issues to really want to trust that. So Minnesota is the play uh, for Survivor. As for Circa Million, here are our plays and a lot of this is sort of game theory contest related but I think there's a lot of really good stuff here as well Atlanta plus two-and-a-half in the contest plus three is how we're going to grade the best bet because that is widely available and of course from a financial standpoint from a strictly betting standpoint you're going to want to get the plus three there Cleveland plus five-and-a-half in the contest I think that's good all the way down to four-and-a-half Even potentially plus four. I think that's still a bet. Maybe not necessarily a best bet. But, you know, talked about it on Friday when it was still plus five and a half. You know, it was even six earlier on the week when we were looking at it there as well. Uh, Jets plus eight and a half. This thing has come back towards us here we talked about how you know there really wasn't any reason why they shouldn't be the same line at seven or even seven and a half as it was last week against the dolphins especially with this banged up raiders team i think the jets have a chance to win this game so i'm not going to be too too picky about the point spread here but let's try to get plus eight even if you have to pay a little extra juice so even if it lands on eight we get a push on our bet and we win in the contest philly plus eight and a half like can you tell how these <laughs> these teams just beauties here across the board here but that's where the value is in December with some of these bad teams that we still think are playing hard and we still think have some decent matchups in the game talked at length about Philadelphia's potential matchup here that's going to make them a little bit more valuable than people think and a plus eight and a half certainly a bet uh, a top bet that I'm willing to make here and of course it's in the contest so Why wouldn't I? Uh, And then finally, the Rams, minus two and a half here. This one is interesting. You know, it's not necessarily a numbers play, right? You see a lot of people sort of power rating this game as a one point spread really on either side. I just think from a matchup standpoint, the Rams um, have a considerable advantage here uh, against a Cardinals team that I don't necessarily love. Last cuts. Now, these ones are plays that I like just as much, but for a couple of different reasons, I left them off the top five because you just have to. First of all, indie minus three and a half. I don't understand why this is sort of, you know, fallen a little bit to minus three, um, but at minus three and a half in the contest, just not a number that I'm willing to play as, you know, in general, I'm trying to get the best of the number in the contest as well uh chargers plus one in the contest now minus one or minus one and a half in sort of real life not necessarily a huge discrepancy between the two probably not going to matter whether it's plus one or minus one that being said i can't do it anthony lynn right like all all the value here is on the chargers but anthony lynn has broken us after last week if we had gotten that cover from from the chargers we would be into the top 40 and in the cash in circa million so again that's you know our jump up is going to have to wait one more week thanks to him and so I'm not going back to the well here as much as I was very close to doing it of course because I didn't that means he you know he and the Chargers are going to win today of course you know how the gamblers mind works in that case and then finally Denver plus 14 um, you know left it off because frankly I don't really want to deal with Patrick Mahomes and, you know, Kansas City who just absolutely owns the Broncos talked about it at length on Friday why this is a decent matchup at least for the Broncos or, you know, given the value here at a, you know, a plus 14 plus 14 is the bet that was made earlier on in the week talked about it on Tuesday this thing has ticked down my way to 13 and a half and so you can sort of see the idea that sharper money has taken it off of 14 Um, but that being said something had to go when it comes to the top five here and uh, in this case it just you know I'm just happy happy to sort of leave the Sunday night game off and then just roll with three early games and two games in the late uh, going here uh, sort of secondary last cuts, Detroit plus three, also kind of in that mix as well. as for the most popular plays, uh Rams were actually the most popular play, which is a little bit surprising to me. I thought we were going a little bit counter because so many people 's numbers out there made this closer to a pick 'em and because of the general you know, enthusiasm, if you will, for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals here. So a little bit surprised to see that the Rams were the most popular pick uh, and, frankly, a little bit disappointed because I thought that would sort of be a middle-of-the-road type thing there. Um, Going directly against our Falcons play, the Saints are the second most popular pick. Um, Obviously, that then now becomes a really big game here. And part of that, I think, is because at the line being two and a half, sort of, you know, brings more attention to the Saints here in a game that is more widely available at three throughout the week. And so people are getting, you know, they think they're getting that half point key number off of three and and sort of taking that. Um, I think the Falcons can win this game outright. And so this one is going to be a big one for us in trying to make up a little ground here against the competition. Third most popular pick, and this one's a real surprising one. Actually, the next two are really surprising. Buffalo on Monday against San Francisco San Francisco a team that I sort of talked about liking earlier on this week um, but that was at plus three so maybe because this line has dipped and people sort of think of Buffalo as you know this three-point favorite the way they were earlier on in the week and now we're getting it essentially at pick'em here maybe that's the attraction to it I don't really get it myself not to say that I don't like Buffalo in that game my first instinct was San Francisco as I mentioned but that was getting three points now we've got ourselves a different situation altogether rare that you see a line go from plus three all the way down to pick them the way that it has and I think that means something there as well also on Monday the early game on Monday Washington is the attractive play here in the contest part of that because I think you're getting the half point here contest line is seven and a half for Washington uh, plus seven and a half and this thing has moved down to seven so you're getting off of that key number but I don't know that that's necessarily enough for me to just love Washington the way the contest participants are doing that and then fifth a team game that I thought would be even more popular than it was even in the top five is the Indianapolis Colts here minus three and a half perhaps maybe that hook off of the three is is the thing that's kind of, you know, quelled the enthusiasm a little bit when it comes to selecting the Colts here. I thought they would actually be the number one or number two pick this week. So a couple of surprises there in the top five selections, but again, minimal overlap which is good and sort of one contrary type play one other play we always sort of talk about the two-thirds right the two-thirds majority in a game there's no other plays that actually have a two-thirds full majority but the closest one to it is Green Bay at minus eight and a half so there's enough there obviously that if Philly can somehow cover today which again I think they do uh would be extremely beneficial so Atlanta and Philly, sort of the most contrarian things that we have here. One play that I thought that I thought would, you know, sort of at least be on the two-thirds, if not the most popular, was the Raiders over the Jets. But again, enough people have sort of soured on the Raiders a week after being the most popular play in the betting world. Um, so a little bit surprising that uh, that the Jets are actually sort of get, getting, getting some consideration from somebody other than just me. So at least I'm not completely insane uh, when it comes to that. Or maybe we all are. Who knows? Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. That's the Circa contest situation here. We're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, we're going to go up and down the board here. Uh, Sunday line moves, seeing what's going on. Uh, Money line parlay, teasers, all of that good stuff right after this. Quick break to tell you about our favorite Las Vegas proxy team, Maddie and Tony, over at footballcontest.com. They make the sign-up process so easy. Easy. And having used their service for almost 10 years now through the evolution of the contest scene, they are 100% reliable, true professionals. If you're enjoying this ride we're on with the Circuit Million and you want to try your hand at competing with some of the best NFL cappers in the world next year, go to footballcontest.com or check them out on Twitter at football contest. Contest signups will start back up pretty soon after the season, so start planning your trip now. Tell them you came by the window. All right, let's look at the board here. Sunday morning and kind of all over the place on a few of these. Detroit and Chicago, this thing has come off of the three, down to sort of a two and a half here, and now it's back up to three again. So obviously a bit of a wrestling match, a tug of war, if you will, with regards to this game. Um, obviously, talked about it early in the week, lean to the Lions here for better or for worse because I don't trust the Bears. Obviously a ton of different reasons why that's the case, but again... Are we trusting the Lions? Are we that excited about that? Um, obviously, the injury report hasn't been that great for the Lions and a lot better for the Bears. So a smaller bet on the Lions plus three is the recommendation there. Cincinnati and the Miami Dolphins here. And this number has you know, sort of come back uh, to a sane level here. I don't know if that's because of Tua. Is, you know, he's going to be in the lineup here for the Dolphins. Uh, but this thing at 12 earlier on in the week, you know, talked about it a couple of different times over the week how shocking that was for the Dolphins to be that high up. That being said, I think a lot of that has to do with Cincinnati's offense or lack thereof. So now that this thing is down to 10, the Dolphins become more attractive at minus 10. But I think what I'd rather do here is play the Bengals team total under here at 16 and a half Uh, I think the Dolphins can certainly hold them to two touchdowns Um, frankly a little bit more likely that it's one touchdown and maybe three field goals for 16 on the nose there Uh, but this is a team that if I'm going to bet you know if I'm going to bet on the Dolphins here against this Bengals team, part of that is because I don't think the Bengals are going to score very much because frankly I don't really think the Dolphins under Tua are going to score all that much. And so uh, for me I'd rather just kind of end around it here a little bit with the derivative market here of Cincinnati under 16 and a half on the team total. Uh, Colts and Texans talked about this in the last segment here, surprised that this number has tilted back towards 3, but at least that gives us an opportunity to go back and grab Colts minus 3 here for a best bet of the week. Jacksonville and Minnesota teetering back and forth between 10 10 and a half and again as much as the survivor pick is Minnesota Jacksonville at plus 10 certainly at plus 10 and a half is the bet to make here not necessarily a best bet right but along the same lines of the Lions where it's just a little bit inflated um, given everybody's general disregard for the Jags but I think they move the ball decently well here against the Vikings Uh, I just think that the Vikings score a ton here as well certainly the over an option Uh, in this one Vegas and the Jets here if you can grab plus eight again that's the number to grab here for sort of a best bet grading concept Um, still available at you know, a little bit extra juice, a little bit more than a minus 110. If you can get that, anything in the teens, if you will, uh, at plus eight, that's the best bet as well. Uh, Falcons, plus three, have talked about this multiple times over the course of the week, um, but you're going to have to pay a little extra juice for the plus three. I think that's worth it for peace of mind. Anything in sort of the minus 115 type of range uh, is good to go there. Uh, Cleveland and Tennessee, this thing has fallen, right? We watched it go from minus four all the way up to. Six, then back to five and a half stayed there for a while and now we're watching this thing tick down to four four and a half uh, you know get it the best number that you possibly can here hopefully plus five is available to you in certain spots uh, that's definitely the play that i would make uh and i'm grading it uh according to that not you know we weren't really able to get that plus six that we hoped to get so i can't grade it um against plus six um, hopefully you did get it in that situation though Uh, Giants and the Seahawks here at plus 11 I think you just have to bet the Giants again not a big bet very similar to the Jacksonville bet I think at the very least you know knock on wood we split between those two Uh, but I think both underdogs are sort of live to keep this close this one in in a low scoring game whereas the Jacksonville Vikings game here I think is a higher scoring game where Jacksonville's able to keep up from that standpoint i think the giants defense is able to do just enough to keep this generally within range for the giants uh rams and the cardinals yeah this thing goes up to three earlier on in the week and has come back to two and a half that's some popularity there of the cardinals that being said minus two and a half still good enough for me happy to take that same as the contest number that's a best bet philadelphia and the green bay packers here you're watching this thing starting to tick down grab the eight eight and a half if possible i was able to grab nine when we were talking about this on friday you know um Anything basically over seven, I think, is a pretty good bet. And now that we're watching this move closer to seven, closer to a range where we thought it should be, again, that's heartening. Now, this game could go in any number of ways, right? Green Bay could certainly win this thing by three touchdowns and never and never be in doubt. But from a closing line value standpoint and watching this line move counter to where you would necessarily expect it to move based on the team's popularity, I think Philadelphia is live to even potentially, and you're going to be stunned, even potentially win this game more on that in a second uh patriots and the chargers here this thing's starting to tick up watch this thing go from you know one one and a half to minus two for the chargers i think over the course of the week we sort of begin to accept that as much as anthony lynn is an absolute train wreck as a head coach it might not Matter, And I don't mean that as in like he's all of a sudden going to be good or anything like that. I just mean that the game itself with the talent on the field might get to a point where even he can't screw it up. And just the way that the numbers sort of align in that fashion uh, would indicate that again, the Chargers are the much better team here. And hopefully his fingerprints stay off of this game. And as the week goes on, we sort of get more and more into what the teams on the field are like versus sort of the headline, which obviously if you've taken in any content throughout this week, mine included, that the Belichick-Lynn thing is like atop the headline and you have to get to like paragraph 17 before we get into any actual football stuff. But the further we get away from the disaster from last week, the more attractive the Chargers become. Denver and Kansas City here talked about this this thing 13 and a half, and actually a little bit of juice here on the plus 13 and a half so we could see it go to 13 we'll see come Sunday night you know the chase game if you will see if more money of course comes in on Kansas City and does that push it back up here Um, read a tweet earlier how actually there is more money on the Broncos but the ticket count is heavily in favor of Kansas City so very much one of these you know one of the two or three games per week that is the quote-unquote sharp versus square type game that you'll see uh, referenced on social media based on that kind of ticket count information three more games the rest of the week we'll talk about those on Monday and of course Tuesday as well Um, as for some of our bucket work here let's get into first and foremost the money line parlay and it's a little bit gross I'm not going to lie to you Uh, we got some relatively short you know Uh, underdogs here in Atlanta and Detroit obviously if we like those teams plus three we feel like we're getting a little bit of value there on their money line so we're gonna grab those two and we're gonna grab three medium to heavy underdogs here Cleveland right if again if I think that they can uh, you know keep this game within four I certainly think they can win this game at a plus 200 you know high 100s type of a value situation and then we get a little bit spicy here the Jets plus 300 a game I think they're live to win they beat the Raiders last year Um, The Raiders, you know, shorthanded. The Jets getting as healthy as they can possibly be here. And again, if it's a plus 7, plus 7.5, plus 8.5 that I think can be covered, once we get into the plus 300s in the money line, you know, there is some inherent value there as well. And of course, that also applies to the Philadelphia Eagles, just a team in general that's better away from home um, than they are at home a team that I think matches up pretty well here against the Packers, and of course if I think this is close at plus 350, anything really over 300, I think they're worth an add there, so again that's Cleveland, the Jets, the Eagles, the Falcons, and the Lions, Uh, throw them all together, throw them in by threes, threes are the key, you take one unit, you divide it into 11, right, one eleventh of the unit goes to the teams all parlayed together and then each of the 10 uh, remaining tenths go to each combination uh, at three at a time if we get three out of five usually that's good for at least a unit if not a little bit more Uh, a couple of weeks ago we hit for a two point what was it one five you know plus 215 because we hit three out of the five Uh, and then last week we stole a unit off of a three and two there as well Um, as for the teaser bucket atlanta no surprise that that shows up as well. Whether you get plus three or two and a half, I think that's still a good teaser leg to get it to nine or eight and a half. Cleveland is kind of getting away from us, right? The plus four and a half gets us up over ten and a half. Um, and that, you know, ten is sort of where we want to kind of stop there um, with Cleveland you know, again, obviously, we think they can win, and we think they can keep it close. And so if we're getting 10 to 10 and a half points here, I think that's good as well. Uh, New England, as much as we think the Chargers are going to win this game, right, this is Anthony Lynn and the expectation of Anthony Lynn winning by more than one score here seems a bit aggressive. New England plus seven and a half or even plus eight, I think is the play there as well. And Philadelphia, of course, if we can get this thing at, you know, it's, you know, Philly plus eight, get that up to 14, even eight and a half to 14 and a half. That's sort of the standard bearer there so there's only four in that mix usually we like to have a couple of more than that but we do have a few more on the Monday slate we've got Baltimore on Tuesday at minus two right anything under a field goal there I think is a good value bet for the teaser bucket and Pittsburgh as well at minus seven you know this number coming off of 10 before last week you know and again not an impressive performance by any stretch of the imagination but this thing I think has overcorrected down to seven and you can tease this thing to minus one I think those two are uh, worthy of a play as well Uh, and if should we see Buffalo San Francisco either team and who knows right Buffalo may get a bunch of support and switch you know back to favorites that certainly wouldn't be the most surprising thing or we might see San Francisco continue get some support and get up to one and a half in either case if we can get one and a half and tease it up over seven to seven and a half that would also be worthwhile on the teaser leg uh, there um, later on in the week. And finally just pulling up the totals I did have a couple of them but again always tread lightly when it comes to the totals um Atlanta New Orleans I like the under a couple of weeks ago that cashed I don't see why that would be any different this week under 46 and a half not as quite as high as it was a couple of weeks ago when it was 49 and a half but forty six and a half and still pretty good talked about Jacksonville Minnesota over 51 and a half is the number there I think both teams score a ton on the flip side the Giants and the Seahawks Right, Talked about that being a close game because it's relatively low scoring. In this case, relative means under 47. Vegas and the Jets here, again, another game. I don't expect the Jets to outscore the Raiders necessarily, but I think the Jets' defense playing well enough that they can kind of keep that Raiders team maybe to 20 points, maybe even under 20 points, and they'll be able to score a little bit more than we've seen over the last, well, certainly last week. Under 47, I think, in a game that feels a little bit more like it's twenty-three, seventeen, something along those lines. Uh, and then finally, the Patriots and the Chargers over 47. I think both teams can score. Um, Chargers... You know, I don't want to say they could score at will because they're inevitably going to screw something up on you know a fair amount of drives. But again, from a matchup standpoint, they should score a ton. And the Patriots as well should take advantage of a Chargers defense that can get a little tired late in the games. And I think that bodes well for potentially, say, the Chargers take a lead in the first half. I think the Patriots will be able to score in the second half. And it's just really a matter, of course, of whether the Chargers blow the game or not that's kind of a big issue uh, if you haven't been paying attention that's the word on this sunday morning best of luck out there today stay disciplined and let's make some money please pass the podcast on to other nfl fans and betters back on monday to break it all down till then i'll see you at the window